I'm Becky Hennessy. This is the Path of Imperfection, episode 65, Practice Not Perfect. Welcome, traveler. The Path of Imperfection is all about talking through the stuff and uncovering the what's and how's so that we can embrace ourselves and each other as human, one imperfect step at a time. This is a podcast for anybody with the courage to try. Hello, hello. I probably sound a little different. My mic broke. (laughs) We're not going to talk about it, but it's something that happened. And so now I have a different mic and I don't know if I love it. So you guys will have to give me your feedback about it. But anyway, I'm stoked to get to connect to you guys today. And I'm looking forward to getting to talk with you guys today. If you have not connected to me on Instagram, find me at becky.hennessy.lcsw, super original, and connect with me. DM me or something to say, hey, I've listened to the podcast or whatever, because I love to put a face to a name. So that would be absolutely awesome. You guys, I feel so weird because I'm not holding a microphone in my hand. I don't know if this is going to last, y'all. I wish that I could just show you visually what is going on right now. I have my mic attached to my ear. I It's a thing. Anyway, we're going to move on. I'm going to bless and release. It's going to be fine. (sighs) Deep breath. All right. We've all heard the phrase practice makes perfect, right? So I heard this a lot growing up from parents or teachers or a piano teacher that I had once for a week before she fired me. Yes, you heard that correctly. Before my piano teacher fired me at five years old. That's a really fun story for a different day. We hear this practice makes perfect over and over and over. You guys, I don't like it. I do not like it one bit. A, it's a lie because perfect does not exist. Proficiency exists, but perfect doesn't. And B, it makes it so that perfect is my objective. If I practice enough, then I'll be perfect. What if one of our primary goals in our relationships, in our work, or in our parenting and working with God, what if one of our primary goals was to simply practice, to try? Then the end result is a byproduct of us practicing, but it isn't the objective. It leaves a lot more space for failure as part of the process versus failure being a measuring stick or something that we're trying to avoid. So those of you who have connected to me on Instagram read through a story that I posted a hot minute ago about my 12-year-old daughter. I call her mini-me because she is legitimately mini-me. She looks like me. She acts like me. Her sense of humor is the same as mine. So one day she was in the living room taking a, which Harry Potter character are you test? And one of the questions was, what are you most afraid of? And one of the options was failure. So she's reading out loud this question, and then she's reading the options. And then I hear her, now I'm not in the room with her, so I hear her say this to herself out loud. She talks to herself, just like her mom. She says, failure? Heck no, we came to this earth to make mistakes, man. And my heart just lit on fire, amen. Yes, we most certainly did. Now, there's a lot of ways that we have fallen flat on our faces as parents at our house. (laughs) But to hear my daughter at 12, just get it that we don't need to be afraid of failure, that we are here to make mistakes. It just makes my heart sing. If our intention becomes about the process of practice, 
versus the end result of perfect, it opens our capacity for learning and for feedback and for curiosity. The more we practice in communication and how we respond in mindfulness and how we show up, the more likely we are to figure out what works for us and what is helpful for us. Now, I'm a word gal. You guys know this. I love figuring out the meaning and definitions of words. As I've studied what practice is, I'm finding that practice is about choice. It's about frequency and it's about action. You guys, we have to choose to practice. Practice doesn't just happen. It's not a default setting. To practice something is an active choice. To not practice something is also an active choice. If something happens or is said or is done and I'm triggered, I get to choose to try on new patterns or new habits, new ways of communicating, new ways of interacting with other people new ways of thinking. If I don't, then I'm choosing to not practice and to tap into my patterns that happen on autopilot. So whether I do it or not, whether I try or not, it's 100% a choice. Practice is about frequency. So by definition, it is something that needs to happen regularly and repeatedly. So if I try to handle something differently and it doesn't work out, so I just don't try it again, then I'm not practicing that skill. I'm not practicing that new habit. I'm not practicing that new thought process. I may have tried it out, but how many times does something work as expected the first time? Not often. So we've got to make practice be a frequent thing that happens over and over and over and over and over. And we've got to know that we're going to fall flat on our face. Now, I've talked about this in a previous podcast. I can't even tell you which one it was. I don't remember. But we talked about this idea of when we have our one-year-old kiddos have their first birthday party and they have a smash cake. You guys, we plan for the mess. In our heads, we're saying, okay, they're going to get this all over the place. So we're going to lay down the plastic. We're going to take off the outfit. We plan for that mess. And so we need to plan for it to be that way with trying and practicing something new. It's not going to happen awesome the first time, but the more and more we do it, the better and better it will be. Practice and action go hand in hand. So to practice something, you actually have to do it. If I'm practicing how to acknowledge my emotions or think differently, respond differently, and all I have to identify is that I need to do it, but I don't really do anything, you guys, that's not practice or trying. That's called an idea. That's called a thought. Practice in action is where the learning happens. It's where the information comes. Now, I don't know how every professional or expert does their everyday. I would guess that most, if not all, continue to practice their trade. I can't speak for everybody in the world. I've not met everybody in the world, but that would be what I would guess. Professional athletes, musicians, doctors, gurus still practice what they're good at. How do I know? How do I see it? Well, Queen Bee herself, right? Brene Brown, the Queen Bee of shame, resiliency, of vulnerability, of courage, practices shame, resiliency, and vulnerability and courage. LeBron James practices basketball. Freddie Freeman practices baseball. Professional musicians practice their voices or their instruments. We see this happening every day. We need to try more and practice more. We need to put ourselves in spots where 
We need to use all of this knowledge that we've been obtaining. You will not be good at it until you try it again and again and again. You guys, this is called the confidence competency loop. That's a whole other episode, you guys. But in a nutshell, it's this idea that the more I try, the more I practice, the more I learn what doesn't work and what does. And the more I learn what doesn't work and what does, the more competent I become. So we have to try, fall flat on our face, pick ourselves back up, try something different, fall flat on our face again, pick ourselves back up. And the more and more we do that, the more and more competent we feel and the more and more confidence is built. Now, you guys, I'm a huge fan of the idea to not enter into a space until I've mastered it. So for the longest time, I didn't want to get on social media because I didn't know how to do it awesome. I didn't know how to do stories on Instagram awesome. I don't know that I even know now how to do stories on Instagram awesome. But the idea was, okay, I'm going to research it as much as I can. I'm going to follow as many people as I can and watch as many people as I can do it. And then I'll enter into the space once I'm really, really good at it. But here's the thing. That's not real life. That's not where true growth happens. Growth happens in the practice, in the messiness of it all. Growth happens and strength comes when you keep trying, even when it's hard. And growth is where it's at, you guys. I went to a date night put on by a guy named Nate Bagley here in Utah about a year ago, quite honestly. He's a podcaster. He's somebody who has studied marriage a ton. He has a ton of really awesome content. And he said something at that date night that really resonated with me. He introduced to me that... Many folks, particularly within marriage, but I kind of took it like in general, are searching for happiness when really what we want is growth. We all just want to grow. We want to grow in our minds and our bodies and our hearts and our souls. And growing can only happen if we try and if we practice. So let's commit. Let's commit to have the intention in life to practice, not perfect or to practice not perfect. Instead of saying practice makes perfect, we just practice, period. Let's commit to choose to try, even if it doesn't go well the first, second, or 77th time. Let's commit to practice regularly and repeatedly. Let's commit to act versus theorize. And let's commit to trust the process of practice versus holding back until we've perfected ourselves, because perfecting ourselves isn't what it's all about. And it isn't going to bring us growth. Practice is. Enjoy the journey. Brave that battle. Embrace your human. Keep trying one step at a time. Mm-hmm.